0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Your Bali Reports. I've been off the air for a little bit, had a lot going on in 2017, but now I'm back with a vengeance. So now what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about what's coming up in 2018 in the country, in Washington, and around the globe. First of all, we start off Donald Trump is still president. Now there was still a lot of animus regarding the 2016 election. We had the Russian investigation, I'll get into that a little bit later. And there's still a segment of the Democratic Party will not work with them at all. We saw that when the Republicans and Donald President Trump passed the tax cut, which was the first tax cut or tax reform since 1986 when Ronald Reagan passed his um, comprehensive tax reform. So we got a lot of things going on that we'll be dealing with. But the biggest issue is, and it's going to make a big difference, depends what side you fall on, is where does the economy go? We saw the stock market at record highs closing out the year. We saw the last two quarters have economic growth. We won't know about the fourth quarter, but all indicators, it looks like it's going to be over 3%, which the US economy has not seen three straight quarters of 3% growth in quite some time. So we'll have to see how that goes. The question becomes is the, new, the tax cut or the tax reform that was passed in December, does that impact the u.s economy a lot of business leaders believe in it will they've been given a lot of bonuses out that will help the republicans if their arguments for passing it pan out if it doesn't work out the way they envision that will help the democrats coming into the midterm elections which is very pivotal because there's a lot of um, senate seats up and house seats so if the, Repo- the Democrats can gain more than 18 House seats, they retain the majority in the House. And if they can get pick up a couple of Senate seats and maintain what they have, they could potentially take um, the Senate. But I think all indicators, as of right now, it looks like they could take the House, but it's still way too early to determine this. Right now, the biggest thing that we're facing in Washington is the budget They just have a continuing resolution that funds the government till about mid-January. So they're gonna have to work on that with the Democrats are gonna need, Republicans are gonna need the Democrats. That's the same thing with um, immigration. The President Trump has given the Congress till till March to come up with some comprehensive immigration plan. A lot of it has to do with DACA, that's the Deferred Action Program, meaning which parents who were illegal themselves came over with their children, and their children are virtually illegal if they're going to be sent back. That's something that's going to be worked out, so we'll have to see how that goes. But both parties need each other to pass the budgets, immigration. The president's really big focus this time is on infrastructure, and um, he wants to do a comprehensive infrastructure spending, which is up to a, a trillion dollars at some the latest count. So we'll have to see if the Democrats come on board and – because there's a great segment of their, their party doesn't want to work with Donald Trump at all, and they keep pushing impeachment. So we're gonna see how this plays out. Now for, obviously we gotta talk about foreign crises, foreign problems we, throughout the year of 2017. It was the ongoing crisis in North Korea with the President Kim, uh, who's the leader of North Korea, continually launching ballistic missile testing over the over into the sea of japan and across japan he keeps threatening that he will annihilate or nuke have the ability to use nuclear we- weapons um, against the united states proper not just its territories in guam and our allies across the region the question is he's been launching these ballistic missiles but they haven't perfected yet to put be able to put a ballistic a nuclear device on a ballistic missile and to be able to explode that nuclear missile At its target, so we'll have to see with that. Now, there's a lot of people want to go the negotiation route. We tried that in the past with um, President Clinton, President Obama, and President Bush. That didn't seem to curb North Korea's nuclear ambitions. Uh, President Clinton said an agreement that he would give certain economic incentives and help North Korea out if they didn't develop nuclear weapons. Well, that proved false as he cheated. President Bush tried the six-party talks. That didn't work. President Obama decided, let's just ignore them. That didn't work. So now we're at the current crisis where we're at right now. So we'll have to see how this plays out. Now, that's not the only foreign crisis. You have the Middle East. Looks like ISIS is going to be defeated, but that's only part of the problem. You've got the ongoing civil war in Syria, which is Looks like um, ISIS is being wiped out, but looks like President Assad is going to be, re- be able to remain in power. Russia is now deeper into the Middle East because of mis- you know, mistakes or, by the allow- or acquiescing by the Obama administration to allow Russia into the region. So now we have ISIS being defeated. Now the question is, what happens to Iraq? You can defeat ISIS, you can defeat an army, but if you don't have a plan for the rehabilitation and nobody is stating that the united states should spend all its resources in rebuilding iraq but we gotta have to have a play because if we don't and most of the areas that were destroyed were in the sunni areas so if they feel marginalized or abandoned or left to their own devices we could see another terror army or another terror organization replace isis so we'll have to see how that goes we could leverage the gulf states saudi arabia the persian gulf countries and. See, get their input and get their financial resources to help out with the reconstruction of Iraq. If not, Iran will come in. Currently, we're seeing problems within a, um, a protest spreading throughout Iran. It's kind of small for now. We'll see how that plays out. They're frustrated about their economic issues, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But the big thing that's looming is the Russia investigation. Ever since President Trump won the election, Democrats have been pushing the narrative of that he colluded with Russia to throw the election to himself. What we haven't had so far is any proof or any evidence or any kind of crime that was committed. Now, so far, we have... Um, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and one other individual pled guilty to lying to the FBI. All they did was, not all they did, but the problem they lied was, which he didn't need to, is they met with Russian officials after the election. Now, he had every right to do that. No one knows why Michael Flynn lied. That's only General Flynn can answer that question. The other one was Paul Manafort. He was a former campaign advisor to Donald Trump. He um, was indicted along with one other business associates of his, but that had nothing to do with Russian collusion. That had everything to do with his business dealings and not registering as a foreign agent. So, so far we have a, a special counsel, Robert Mueller, looking into that. That's all he has so far. We don't know where this is going. We don't know what else is he's looking in. News reports have always said he's looking one way, and that has proved false. The um, the other thing we keep hearing is Russia hacked into the Democratic National Committee's computers, but that was only led on by the Democrats, and no one has seen those servers. The FBI wanted to help out; they were rebuffed by the 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 DNC. CrowdStrike has looked at those computer servers, and they they are a cybersecurity company out of Irvine, California, and they've stated that. It looks like Russia did, but no one has seen the report. No one has seen who analyzed it. And again, no one has seen those servers. So we'll, we're not sure if that happened. Not saying it didn't, but if you're going to make accusations, you got to have to back it up and see if you need to see proof. The other big issue is the whole investigation into Hillary Clinton's email servers and all the investigations regarding Uranium One, um, the email server, and of uh, course, host of other investigations, seems like it has been tainted by FBI agents, their senior level, who are more supporters of Hillary Clinton and not giving a fair um, look at what was going on. One of the um, FBI, lead FBI investigators who was on Robert Mueller's staff was let go because the inspector general of the Department of Justice found that he had texted his uh, the lead counsel, which is his girlfriend, mistress, he was having an affair with, that he was in showing that b- very anti-Trump bias. And he was the lead investigator on the email server. He was the lead investigator into the Russian dossier, which showed Russian collusion. That has never been verified. And he was the, the, the lead investigator on... The Russian collusion stories. So we'll have to see how all this plans out. Now, the, the committees in the House and Senate have been asking for these documents from the FBI and Department of Justice, have never received them. So we'll just have to see what goes on. Now, the FBI and the DOJ were given to close a business, actually, to today, which is January 3rd, to cough up those documents that the House Intelligence, um, Judiciary, and Oversight Committee have asked. Now, Devin Nunes republican congressman from california is the chairman of the house intelligence committee and he requested the doj and the department of justice well that is the department of justice and the fbi give up all the documents related to these investigations, including was the dossier used to get a fisa warrant which is a foreign surveillance act warrant to conduct surveillance off donald trump and his associates And if that was unverified, that was illegal evidence trying to get a warrant. So we'll have to see how all this pans out. This is going to be one of the bigger investigations. I followed this for quite some time, and there's a lot of unanswered questions, especially with the email investigation. Why was this FBI agent writing an exoneration letter two months prior to interviewing Hillary Clinton? Why wasn't Uma Abedin and Cheryl Mills charged with lying to the FBI when they said they knew nothing of the server, but then comes to find out they had documents in the email traffic said they knew about it. They went after Michael Flynn with a vengeance, but you start to look back at this and you kind of kind of scratch your head. Was there a double standard? Now, The Hill, which is not really a conservative news out, more of a center left, they've reported that. There's some a lot of irregularities in questioning how they handled the Clinton email server compared how they did to the Russia collusion and the Michael Flynn investigation. So we'll all have to see how this plans out. And this this is, to me, going to be the big story of the year. We'll know this in the next couple of months. They have a, uh, Michael uh, Horowitz, who's the um, Inspector General for the Department of Justice. He's looking into all these investigations. He's the one that came out and showed that this one lead investigator for the Russian collusion on Robert Mueller's staff, who had had the affair with the lead counsel on his staff, that he was sending text messages that were very damaging. And one of them that was really led concern is he wanted an insurance policy in the event that Donald Trump won. What did he mean by that? He referenced someone named Andy. The only one that he could reference to would be Andy McCabe. We still don't know if that's the person he referenced. In his office, So all these things we're going to have to find out and see how this plays out, because this is damaging to see was the Justice Department and the Department of Justice, where do they play in partisan politics? And it, it, there's other military personnel who are in jail for doing far less. So we need to we need to have these answers. And I think that's going to be the big, big takeaway from all this. We have the midterm elections to see if the Democrats will take back the Congress in the house and the senate but i think if the economy improves and if this russian investigation and it's found out that the department of justice under the obama administration acquiesced by the obama president obama himself and the intelligence community did everything they could to undermine an incoming president to do with things illegally just because you didn't like donald trump that's going to be a huge news story And just because you don't like him, you think he's boorish, and I believe it. He's uh, over the top. I can't stand his rhetoric on the way he does think he acts very unpresidential. But when you use the federal government to go after your political opponents that's paid for by the party that's controlling the White House with the party's candidate who's running for president to go after their opponent or to go after someone you don't want to replace you that's a dangerous event and that leaves our constitution just in tatters so we need to have answers to this hopefully we get those answers and we'll see where we go from them but this is going to be interesting year it's going to be a very political year it's going to be very highly charged year because this will determine if the republicans can train control the house and the senate and that may be up end when If um, Anthony Kennedy on the Supreme Court retires, or some suspect he will, or if Ruth Bade Ginsburg, she retires. Now, Ruth Bade Ginsburg is one of the four liberals on the bench, and that would really alter the Supreme Court for decades to come. If she passed and or couldn't do her job and Donald Trump was able to replace her. So we'll have to see where this goes. So keep listening to Ubaldi Reports. Always keep listening. If you get a chance, I got a book out there called The New Business Brigade. Kind of ticks why businesses need to hire uh, veterans and the untapped resource they, rec- um, they represent. If you get a chance, go look at me on Twitter, go to uh, Facebook at Ubaldi Reports, and even go to my website, UbaldiReports.com. Keep listening, and I'll try to keep you informed of what's going on across the country, um, in Washington, and across the globe. Keep continuing listening to the Evaldi reports. Until next time, we'll be back. Take it easy. Have a great. Bye.